magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Touch Arcade Show. Yeah, I love it. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 557. Uh, this is the post-Orlando trip retreat come home episode. And uh, we weren't able to record a show while we were there physically together. Um just due to sheer busyness i would say well you're getting your your sleep credits and you trying to get yeah I've, i was like looking forward to that whole thing specifically just to like catch up on sleep not really thinking about that it's a three-hour time difference because i'm on west coast time mm-hmm. and so it kind of like every night i would like lay in bed until like two in the morning like couldn't fall asleep and then i'd sleep until like I'd wake up at like nine East Coast time and feel like I was sleeping in because everybody else is already awake. But that was like 6 a.m. time for me. So like at it, it, the end of the day, I don't think I actually did catch up on any sleep. You also um, have failed to learn your lesson to just get off the party bus. Dude. Yeah. Ooh. You know who's expert at that expert level? Marianne. He killed it. Yeah. It was so rad. It was like, oh, well. Good night, everyone. It's like eight o'clock. Yeah, so Marianne, if, you're if so that's smart. A, a new character for you on the Touch Arcade show does uh, kind of like back end admin stuff for Touch Arcade and Mac Rumors. Yeah, yeah, and she's been around forever, uh, forever. And, but she's uh, she's ruthless about like, okay, I'm going to bed. Bye. Yeah, not getting roped into the next thing, and then before you know it, you're up till three in the morning. But, um. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a fun week. I had never been to Florida before. That was quite the experience. And um, we did uh, Medieval Times, which was uh, not a new experience for you, but that was my first time. And oh, yeah. um, what'd you think? I give it a, a solid C minus. A was, solid C minus? Come on. It was fine. I don't know. That's at least a b minus experience i would say i'll bump up a letter grade on that b minus um it i feel like it would be if it would be hard to justify if i paid for like my whole family to go like i think it would be a good experience with the kids when they get a little bit older like bringing kids i could see yeah but um but yeah overall it was just like it was cool i don't know i had a lot it of used fun. to be i don't yeah. want I mean, it's it's the thing is like medieval times is always a lot of fun, right? Like the show is lame, the food's mm-hmm. mediocre, the drinks are mediocre and very expensive. I, but it's like I think you make fun. it. It's what you make out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we used to love going when we were in the Chicago area because, like, I don't know, but it's different because you're like dinner for two there is like more particularly more. well. So if you don't care about going at like a weird time and off season and stuff, like they had coupons running all the time where like we could both yeah. be out of there like all in for like a hundred bucks or whatever, which right. you know this is a pretty not which, too I crazy. Mean, yeah, I mean, I tried to have like a date night where you're going to like a dinner and show and doing stuff for like under hundred bucks, you know, right? Right? right. Yeah, really. <laughs> Unless you just are really trying to not spend money, I guess. But um, yeah. So I don't know. It's always always a good time. I. uh it is a little disappointing to me how they could see they seem to continue to skew the show towards just like dumb horse crap mm-hmm. and away from actual funding because like mm-hmm. so the show as it was when you saw it like it used mm-hmm. to be like the inverse of that mm-hmm. like a little bit of horse tricks and then lots of jousting yes. and stuff yeah yeah and the horse tricks were like really cool the that yeah. they used to do because i don't know like so you notice this time around, it was like the uh, the people that were acting as servers were also performing the show and they were like all back and forth. Like, I think yeah. that I think that there's probably so what there's six nights, right? Yeah, and I think I think yeah. that people are just doing like rapid costume changes. 
and it's uh, all there's like six people that can ride horses and like right. six people that can help out with other stuff and then like the the queen yeah. and that's about it right. you know yeah whereas i i think back in the day they actually would have people that were like expert horse people and mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. like really cool uh like hands-free horse riding and stuff like that that yeah it was kind of impressive to see and not like oh we're just gonna bring these horses around and then Ride them stand on the their circle, hind legs for two seconds, yeah. and then we'll take them back <laughs> and, and put the trick. horse armor on real quick, yeah. And right, change back into my armor costume, and then I'll get up yeah. and you yeah. Know, but <clears throat> yeah, like like you saying though, it's what you make of it, you know. Like it's uh, right, it's all good. I cheered very heartily for our knight who ended up losing, but uh, yeah, I I can't lie that I had a lot of fun. So in that yeah. sense, it was cool. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was telling my buddy that we would, did that, and he's like, oh. He's like, actually, I went there with my wife on my, our honeymoon. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. But they got married in like 2002 or something. And so he was kind of telling me, he was like, yeah, I was telling him how our experience was. And he was like, oh, no, it was like, and it it was like jousting the entire time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it feels like how it should be. It was just like a lot of story that you couldn't understand. And then a lot of horse tricks and then like a little bit of jousting. I feel like that's what you go there for. But yeah, I don't know. I I assume that so many people have just been like hurt or, you know, otherwise over the years, yeah. they probably have just need to like tone that part of the show way down. Like it's probably the yeah. minimum that they can get, get away or maximum they can get away with, with like right. crazy insurance stuff they need to. Cause like back in the day, they didn't used to have like the nets to come down or like any of that mm -hmm. stuff. It was a real, just kind of like raw experience, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. But it was fights to the actual death, not like this pretend. Well, yeah, death. they used to they used to have they used to like die on the field, and then like the the comedic relief of the show was these two guys had this cart that would then like come and like clean up the corpses, right? Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. Um, that hasn't been that way since like the nineties, I think. But <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> I know. I think they they realized pretty early. It's like, all right, we got to cater to kids if this is going to survive. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't be doing this kind of like you know silly adult comedy show kind of thing right um but i don't know that would i i think you asked the server or something it was like hey is there like an adult like night show or whatever because they used to do something yeah, like that yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah even when we went to we did uh new year's eve at medieval times one year and even that was like the exact same show and ton of kids and mm -hmm. everything else so you know, whatever I, I get it yeah but i um, i still remain surprised that like you know you have something like medieval times like how is it that like through all of the popularity of stuff like Game of Thrones and stuff, they never like hitched their wagon oh, to God. Something Tell like me that, about right? it, right? Like, it just, dude, I don't know. For real, right? Um, that's. I insane. wonder who the like... the dick was in that situation because, like, the, those conversations had to have happened behind the scenes, right? Which is like, who was the dick in that? Was it Medieval Times or George mm -hmm. R. R. Martin or HBO mm -hmm. or? you know whatever oh my god think of the medieval times revival that could have happened during the game of thrones peak for real for real it would have been off wow. the chain because in our area they did um the chicago symphony orchestra did uh a couple different events where it was like uh medieval themed dinners where they played like mm -hmm. the um game of thrones soundtrack and those were expensive and sold out instantly so only yeah that that's what got me thinking like how is medieval times not doing a game of thrones thing like i just like don't get it but that's a really good point. You should write them a sternly worded letter and be like, hey, what were you what, thinking? What the fuck were you guys thinking? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I got a horn that you can drink out of. Uh, excited. That was fun to travel back home with. Um, and then uh, that was Monday night. Wednesday night, we went to Universal City Walk, which is like um, the big area. It's like a big outdoor mall type thing in between like the universal parks that you would pay to get into. It's like, a, you don't have to pay to get into place. Yeah. It's so, like the, the area that you walk between to get to the what yeah. is it, islands of adventure and then universal studios proper. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was another night you did. You decided to stay on the party I bus should have gone home, except it ended up being fun. But like, it was funny because we went to, we had planned dinner there. We went to, the off-brand Willy Wonka chocolate factory restaurant. Yeah. How was that not a Willy Wonka restaurant? Like, know. is that not universal or something? Or who has the rights to that? Because um it's like a it's called the Toothsome Chocolate Factory restaurant or something. 
and it's it's essentially Willy Wonka with none of the actual Willy Wonka stuff, but it's a chocolate factory themed restaurant. Oh, Netflix owns it. Right really? Now. Man, I guess I don't, I, that's another ball drop right there. Like, how are you a chocolate themed restaurant that's not Willy Wonka brand? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But anyway, um, we planned to go there for dinner. It was a pretty long dinner, an hour, hour and a half, two hours, something like that. Um, and so after we were done, it was like, we we're going to walk around or whatever, but about half of the people were like, I'm over it. And then half the people were like, well, I'll stick around. What was driving me nuts with that was, it was like, it, it was like several points during the trip where this happened, where it was just like, okay, we don't have a plan next. And oh, we're right. just going to like stand here. <laughs> yeah. Let's stand and waste it for an hour of standing and talking about what to do next. Yeah. And I was just like, um, okay, well, we have a enormous airbnb with two refrigerators full of beer and, and other shit and stuff yeah so like <laughs> i'm just gonna bounce to go drink that beer yeah and that's exactly what we did i wish i i should have gone home um but we um yeah it was funny because like right after everyone left like we ate dinner and then i think we all did a loop together just to see we went to one of the the, the universal stores or something and looked at gift yeah, shop stuff yeah, yeah. and then um and then after that, like half the people were like, we're going to leave. I was hardcore on the, I want to stay bandwagon, but it was tricky finding out who was going to be driver and who wasn't. Um, and it's funny because once we sorted everything out and you guys left, it was like, all right, let's go. And we did like another loop around. And then we're like, that was it. There's like nothing there really. Yeah. Um, unless you were like really into eating more, which we had just ate a ton of food or, um, dancing i guess there was some dance clubs there's a big karaoke bar which i was like not into any of that so like it, it was kind of disappointing because i was like oh i thought there was like a lot more stuff here that i was staying behind to go see but actually we've already seen everything yeah i probably should have just gone home well i i mean i i was kind of thinking like I, I was like well we're kind of we got shit to do back at home and we're kind of taking one for the team on this too because like we're not going to be able to get into anything here as a group of 13. No, yeah, at right. all. Yeah. Like, and, and, and like trying to go anywhere was just going to be irritating. Like, cause, yeah, uh, it's like, I don't know. I've been on a few like bar crawls before with large groups and it's like, okay, well, yeah. <clears throat> now we're at the next bar. There's a dozen people here. There's nowhere to sit. There's nowhere to yeah. stand. Right. And ordering 12 drinks just, yeah, like fucked this bartender. Yeah. And they that happens. I I don't know if in your cities, probably not Tennessee, but I bet in Chicago you had the brew bikes mm -hmm. that would bike around or whatever. And those sometimes traveling in in twos, like packs of two bikes, um, each one holds like twenty people or something like that. Oh wow! Um, so they would like they make deals with all the bars and around the area, right? Where it's like, if you do the brew bike trip, you get a 10% off at this bar at this time sure, or whatever. Sure. And it's kind of timed out to where they travel for one bar and then they have 30 minutes. It's like a cruise ship, right? And you have 30 yeah. minutes to get off and then you got to get back on. They go to the next bar. Yeah. We have brewery um, tours like that here where, but it's like a little minivan kind of, well, like, what, like uh, not the mini bus, but you know, like the van, like yeah. the church van kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it, it would be super annoying because you'd just be hanging out at any random, like like my wife's work is at like a brew pub place. And so it would just be a normal thing. And then out of nowhere, like 40 people would all come in, already been drinking all day, yeah. loud, obnoxious, expecting discounts on everything. I mean, it's, it's seriously... Trying it's like to order the... drinks all at once. And they all have 30 <clears throat> minutes, so they are like under the gun yeah. time-wise. Uh, so they're extra obnoxious about that. It's like the uh, the younger person's version of, and I guess I haven't seen this in a really long time. I remember when I used to, I used to take a lot of road trips with my grandparents as a kid, and mm -hmm. we would be at like, uh, just stopping to get lunch or whatever at Cracker Barrel or whatever. Yeah. And like the tour bus full of old people would pull oh, up, and it would be the right. exact same yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, Cracker Barrel, there's 80 people here that want to get seated now because we're leaving in 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah I have. I've experienced that at like gigs <clears throat> and stuff. Where, yeah, yeah. Uh, same thing. You're there with your grandparents, and you're like, "What is this giant bus?" And just fi people filing off the bus, and, and like, uh, yeah. God forbid you don't get your order in before like the servers start putting in you're the screwed. <laughs> yeah. ultra fucked. But, but it's funny uh, these brew bikes. I've I've never been a fan of them. They got popular in like the last ten years or something. But um, 
I think they're like 200 bucks or something to get on, which I'm sure once you split it up with everyone, it's not so bad, but um, I can walk faster than these bikes go. And none yeah. of the bars in our little midtown area are that far from each other. So I could walk from bar to bar to bar to bar much faster than it is trying to like get on a bike and pedal there on this big bike bus thing. It's so stupid. Well, is it, is, are the ones, that, it's like, so the Nashville by me uh, had a huge problem with this and they've actually recently uh, put some laws in to either severely restrict them or just get rid of them altogether where they have those like bikes that are like shaped like a bar almost and like everyone's sitting. That's what I'm talking. Those are the brew okay. bikes. Okay. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm talking okay. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone's those, sitting those on the side. Everyone pedals together, and there's like one person like driving it, and uh, yeah, the those things are just I hate them. Yeah, old man yeah. yelling at clouds. Um. Anyway, so the, yeah, and then the next big event we did for our trip was um Friday. Basically, all day was a Disney day. We went to Hollywood Studios, and um, God, that was so. Speaking of big groups, right? There was thirteen yeah. of us. And we all go to the, the park at the same time. Thankfully, we had some Disney experts with us that um, pre-planned, woke up early to buy us all genie passes, which is like their fast lane stuff, and um, book basically all the rides that we we're going to be doing that day that, in a way that made sense. So we weren't just like mm -hmm. standing in line for four hours to ride two rides the whole day, um, <clears throat> which I would have not known how to do any of that stuff if I just randomly took my family to like Disney. I just go through the doors and just go stand in a line somewhere and wait. Yeah. And Honestly, I though, any of that stuff. I think that would be an okay experience as like a party of four or something like that. But you absolutely cannot yeah. do that as a party of 13. Right. Um, so what impressed me the most was that um, every ride we went on, when you're kind of like just about to get through the line, um, people are like, how many people are in your party? And we're like 13. It didn't phase anybody. No. They just stopped for a second and they thought about it and they're like, okay, like here, you can do four there, four there, and you know, five there or whatever. They'd like split us up intelligently. So we would all basically be riding at least with people we knew yeah, on the different yeah. like vehicles and stuff. And um, yeah, I didn't like, I, I was so impressed, especially with the first one, this, the uh, rise of the, or no, which what was the first one we so did? The, the Star Wars smugglers run. The smugglers run was one. Yeah. That one was like, cause you get broke into groups of six Mm -hmm. where you're two yeah. pilots two gunners two engineers and um yeah we roll in and like the the way they like shuffled everyone off there's all these different hallways you go to to get like grouped into the different like vehicle things or whatever just like really impressed with how how well they handled our big group yeah um well so um <clears throat> i guess what did you think of star wars land because i can give you my my tier rankings and you can see how yours yours compare well i'll have to well i don't go to theme parks oh at all do I. I haven't been to a theme park in like 20 i like went to six flags like 20 years ago it was probably the last time and then disney i haven't been to since i was 12 years old and that was disneyland yeah. in la it's probably um, been about so, that long since I was at the Orlando Disney. We went to the California Disney a few years ago just because we were in the area for uh, BlizzCon, yeah. actually. And oh, yeah. California Disney's right there. We're just like, oh, let's check it out. Right. Yeah. And so I'm I'm in general, I'm not like a huge Disney fanatic. I'm not a hater or anything either. But um, so I uh I I guess I felt the magic. I thought it was mm. super fun. Yeah. I thought it was like you walk into uh, the Galaxy's Edge, like the Star Wars area. Um, I thought it was, it just felt like really cool, like very Star Warsy. Seeing all that stuff, the scenery all around you and stuff. The stormtroopers that walked around and like trolled the guests was my favorite part. I think, yeah, because they all had like witty little stuff to say. And um, yeah, the yeah, design the of Galaxy's really Edge too. was was really good. Like Black Spire Outpost or whatever they call it, it was just fucking outstanding. And like the what I really. Black Spire Outpost is what they call like that little market thing. Oh, that yeah, that was um, super awesome. Really cool. And you know, Disney's always really good about this stuff where they like break up sight lines, right? With like mm -hmm. like big corners and stuff, and like they have you go through this like tunnel to get to uh, the Star Wars area. And like when you come yeah. out, it is just like holy fuck! Like we are in Star I'm Wars. In like, Star this Wars. is yeah, really cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm not usually like a theme park guy where I'm like, okay, yeah, we're in Toy, right. Zo toy Story Land. I get it. There's like, yeah, right, right, you know, right. big Toy Story blocks around. This was like very, 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 very cool and well done. 
it definitely made me feel like a kid and it definitely like had a smile on my face without realizing it a lot of times where I was just kind of looking around and just taking it all in. And I wanted to live there. It was fun. Yeah. A little, a little too packed for my taste, but you know, packed, it's... hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, packed, I guess hot, that's to be expected. Expensive. Uh, Very expensive. And, but, but probably like packed with really cool merch. I mean, like, yeah, I wanted to buy so many things. Outstanding stuff. Jerry and I both built lightsabers. We I built did. Speaking of expensive things. Yeah. You built a droid. Uh, How was that? It was way less cool than the lightsaber thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, mm. So you basically but you got to pick the you... parts off the conveyor belt and stuff, right? Yeah. But it's not, um, it's not it's i don't know there's not that much customization to it like the yeah. the lightsaber thing i felt like it was so how many in our group did it four of us four yeah and i think like everyone's looked like very distinctly different you know right yeah. um even even like so you, so you start choosing like the the flavor of your lightsaber which i think was like uh what like power and chaos or something which is like the evil one like the bad a, guy yeah or, right. order and protection or something like that which is like the yeah. luke skywalker looking one and then a couple other ones that i don't remember that yeah one looked like kind of like elemental like the ewok stuff and oh yeah yeah, yeah. nature then, type stuff yeah i don't remember the last one but they, they all look they all look different like even if, even if two people picked the same thing like you ended up with something that looked like very different from one right. another but you know following the same theme obviously but the droid thing was very much like all right there's three droids which one do you want Right. Uh, okay, <laughs> they come in three colors, so pick the color yeah. you want right. out of that. Whereas, like yeah. the the lightsaber stuff, like had each seem like they have a very different profile, even amongst your mm -hmm. choices in the different categories. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it was it was it was neat. I don't I don't care. You know, it looks cool. I I I spent a lot of time. So you book this ahead of time, and um, I didn't know that until somebody mentioned it. So like a couple days before. I booked it. You guys had already all booked your appointments and you all were at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so when I happened to check mine to book it, that slot was open too. So it was kind of sweet that we all got to do it at the same time. I liked that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, so you book it and then you have to cancel within 24 hours or you might just get charged anyway. I imagine if somebody else doesn't show up to fill the spot, which probably doesn't happen all that often, but then again, who knows, um, yeah. they'll charge you the full price, even if you don't go. And so I basically up until that 24 hours not cut off, I was like waffling hard. I was like, dude, it's like a lot of money. I don't know. Do I really care that much? Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like hardcore. I was like looking up videos online to see like what it was like and what other people said about it and stuff. And then um, the 24 hour mark was clicking down and it <laughs> hit and I didn't cancel. And then I was like, once I was on, there's no going back. I started getting excited for it. I was oh, like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, I've made, I'm going to spend the money on this expensive thing, whatever. Then I was like, oh man, I can't wait for tomorrow. Like I can't wait to go to the lightsaber building or whatever. And, um, yeah. Now after the fact, like it is a lot of money, but I just like, I'll just hold my hilt sometimes. And it just makes me happy. <laughs> it just feels so good to hold and lighting it up, letting my kid light it up. I, when I got home that night, after I put the younger one to bed, I took um, my four-year-old into our office with all the lights off and stuff. And I was like, hey, I have this really secret thing to show you, but you can't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> it's this big deal. You know, I made, a, I made yeah. it sound like this crazy thing. And I was like, I had to put your brother to bed first because he can't know about this either. And so, um, so yeah, I grabbed the lightsaber and I like put it in his hands. And I'm like, here, look at this. I'm like, uh, switch the button on or whatever. And so he switches on. And it's like lights his face up. And it like, he was so jazzed. I was like, this was instantly worth whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. money you want to charge me for it. Like that was so much fun. See, I just um, showed mine to Lindsay and she's like, cool. You're such a dork. <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, I didn't get the same reaction. <laughs> Pam said the same thing. Cause I was, I was telling her about the whole experience. And I was like, yeah, it was cool or whatever. She was like, uh, how much was it? And I was like, oh, don't worry about uh, it. We don't talk about how much it was. And she looked at me and she's like, how much was it? And I was like, told her. And uh, she was like, yeah, that's a really cool toy you brought home. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, like, I can't help it. I'm a big kid. I buy toys. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I, feel, I figured for me, it was like, you know what? I am probably it's either going to be an extremely long time or I will never be back here. So yeah. I'm going to maximize 
the stuff uh well i, I like because i didn't know like i was waffling like you were i was like man 250 right. bucks for one of these things like that seems like a lot yeah um i don't know i'm not really i'm not really yeah, fifty dollars yeah. sold on this and then <laughs> um but then i was like you know what Plus i don't want to get home i don't want to get home yeah. and be like fuck i wish i would have built a lightsaber like that you know and didn't or whatever else yeah it's it a lot of the so the stuff online like first of all i didn't see anybody that was like i did this and i regret it and i wouldn't do it again right you see a lot of people be like it was expensive and i don't you know i i don't know that i do it again but i don't regret the one that i did mm -hmm. or or stuff like that or there was people where i was like i will definitely build another one and want another one or whatever but um you know uh, the big consensus was sort of like you're paying for the experience and I do think the experience was cool. I think it could have been longer because it was only, it's like 20 minutes max yeah. that you're in the thing building it, but it's all very <clears> in character. <throat> There's a little story that goes along with it and stuff like that. Um, you all like, it's a very shared experience too. Like everyone, even the people you're not with in your group, the strangers that are there too, um, you all have kind of a shared experience with because you build it and you all light them up at the same time and, yeah. and whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like for that, it, adds a lot to it too because a lot of people online are like yeah if you want like a really cool like replica lightsaber that does all this fancy stuff you can get a fancier cooler one for same money or less and um that's not really like the point i think yeah i think a lot of it is the experience but <clears throat> i thought that up. there was going to be kind of like more to the experience part of it like when yeah so i was i was like kind of like purposefully trying to not like spoil it for myself so i didn't watch any videos yeah. or whatever but the way that people were describing it, it was I way more than just like, all right, here's your station, build your thing, okay, get out now. Yeah. Like I thought it yeah. was gonna be kind of like more of a not really a ride, but more themed, like, oh mm -hmm. cool, like you know, I don't know, just just more of, of that right. kind of thing, right? But uh, you know, with all that stuff, um, I feel like it's very hard to like um find the point where you should stop being in character and just answer somebody's question mm -hmm. about you know what i mean like uh where it's like hey i'm this thing's not screwing on straight or whatever and be like oh use the force to unscrew it and try again or you know whatever yeah. um and and then i feel like the people that work there that work these things you probably get tired of that sort of thing too where you're yeah. like i let me just help you like i'm here to I, i'm a worker at a store basically you know what i mean so, right right well that was the other thing uh, anyway. too like that so uh, the people working at the stores like didn't know jack shit about anything that was that, being sold there like that I, was very I interesting yeah several uh significant upsell opportunities yeah. just because like the people there are just like i don't know yeah i was like okay well i thought it was weird that i went so these i don't know if anybody knows much about star wars stuff but so these lightsabers are powered by these kyber crystals and so for the replicas you can pick different color kyber crystals and then of course you can go buy all the extra colors too and there's a blind box element to the red ones because mm -hmm. there's a very rare black kyber crystal you can get that unlocks some special uh voice samples and stuff like that but um you were you were very intent on wanting a black oh how many I, I got a, a bunch of different colored ones. I didn't try yeah. it. They're 18 bucks a piece. So like, yeah, they're not these plastic NFC chipped crystals are not cheap, but um, yeah. I did. I built a green one when I built it. Cause that's the one I wanted, but then I knew my kid liked purple a lot. So I thought it would be cool to get the purple one. So you could switch back and forth. <clears throat> so I actually have the purple one in right now, but, um, but yeah, so I bought one at the little store after the whole thing and they have, First of all, like I not having gone to a theme park in a really long time, I'm really impressed with all the technology that's built into the Disney parks where you can do tons of stuff through the app oh, and then yeah. the little like magic bands that you can mm. get and how you get scanned in. And even even though I didn't have a fancy magic band, it was really simple to add your stuff to the Apple wallet so I can just use my Apple watch on all the scanners. Yeah, that was and get cool. Through. Yeah, I, I just really nice. And then like ordering food ahead of time and stuff through the app, like I thought was really nice and easy especially for a huge group instead yeah, made, of like lining up at a counter yeah it made being a large group really easy surprisingly yeah because so. like the first time around like when we ordered lunch i was like i was already kind of cranky that morning because i didn't sleep good i was hot and yeah. you're in the yeah. sun like yeah. i should have eat, eaten something before we left i didn't and it was like right. okay we're gonna do lunch down i was just like oh this is gonna be a fucking thing 
right. yeah, because I'm used to like uh like six trying to get food at like six flags, right? Where it's like right. oh, you want a twelve dollar hot dog? There's the line, you fucking dipshit. Go stand in there. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 But that yeah, this stuff, stuff was really like cool. here, order through the app, pass it around to everybody. They can order what they want, they can look at the menu themselves and stuff, and then it all goes to the little food place. And then it didn't even take that long to come up. Yeah. Which I mean, it's all like quick food anyway, but yeah, I mean they but sell so yeah, I when I bought things, the crystal, so. when I bought the crystal, it's like um there's all these signs everywhere for like pay mobile pay in the app or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I'll just do that. That sounds easier than getting in line for the register. And um so I scan my thing, I pay through the app, it's through Apple Pay, it's all super easy. But then the deal with it is that it gives you a QR code that you show the person at the door so they know you paid, so they let you pass through. Um, I sh I did all that whole thing. I showed it to one of the people working there. They had no idea what I was doing. Oh, and yeah. I was like, you yeah. never know these mobile paid before. Like, I find that really hard to believe. Um, maybe she was new or something like that, but she was just completely lost and had to go find somebody else to figure out how to like check me out so I could leave or whatever. I I um, had a similar experience at that. You're you're talking about the place that sells the Kyber crystals, right? And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So I there was like lines at all the cash registers, and I was like, but they had signs all over the place for the mobile checkout, and I was like, mm -hmm. I asked the girl, I was like, can I just buy this through the app, or how does this work? I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> again, I kind of feel like this is your job to know. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> so yeah um but once i figured it out it, it's funny because when we went to um that night we went to dinner at universe or uh disney springs which is what used to be disney downtown disney which is similar sort of thing like a big giant outdoor mall that's Again, actually still part of disneyland should have got a party um, bus earlier did Andy, you? Yeah, yeah. We got Marianne and I once again. Uh, yeah. Marianne knows what's going on, dude. We were back home at like, I don't know, 8 30, 9 o'clock or so. And I took yeah. a shower and it was like Andy Dufresne leaving Shawshank with me standing in that shower. It was like the best shower yeah. of my life. After just like <laughs> being covered in like six layers of sunscreen and like yeah. park yeah. funk and everything else. Park like, funk. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I, um, I had fun at that whole thing too, but um, yeah, it was a long night. We didn't get home until one thirty in the morning. I know I couldn't believe it. I crazy. was like, "This guy's got to be fucking spent." Well, there was people leaving. I mean, we were leaving the next day, and we all had flights around noon. Some people a little bit earlier. I mean, you have to yeah get up early and get ready and check out by ten. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, everywhere at that Disney Springs too had this exact same mobile payment thing. That's and cool. um yeah i thought that was just cool cool way to do things but. yeah so as far as star wars rides are concerned i'm very 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 happy to have been able to ride uh all three of them right uh mm -hmm. star star tours which was i believe the first one that was kind of like a that's the og ride. yeah uh, i did star tours when i was i went to um i guess it would have been the last time i went to disneyland when i was like 12 years old or whatever it did well it did yeah i i don't remember what the theming was but they basically just like changed it to star wars which i don't know i thought it was pretty cool it was uh, -huh. uh they did this like clever thing where uh like a lot of star wars stuff like the story is that you're escaping because you've got like a rebel spy with you or whatever right. and they do this thing where they've got a camera pointed at like one of the seats in the audience and oh like, yeah flashes it on the screen of like spy. this is the spy was that you <laughs> no it was like it was uh the kid sitting next to me which got like a pretty big reaction on everyone and stuff it was pretty fun um i thought that was pretty good i i wasn't super impressed with smugglers run like the the millennium falcon uh -huh. ride like yeah i don't think the control aspect like so I, the, the gimmick of this ride is that you're riding in the millennium falcon um and there's six people in your little uh i don't know car unit or whatever yeah. you want to call the the what you've broken into um but each person has like a job so mm -hmm. like you know, it's like someone steering someone two people steering i don't know and then like you have two people operating guns and i don't know what the you know, the people behind me were doing the engineers or whatever the fuck that you know, they were supposed mm -hmm. to be doing but mm -hmm. like I, I don't know. I didn't think that like mashing the buttons added anything to the ride. I was like, I no. just kind of want to enjoy this and not worry yeah. about like optimally pushing this button. Because yeah. like the other thing that I missed on that is that the 
the your party's performance in the ride determines like how long you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like I didn't know uh, that we did. We must have done really bad then. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, because I, I walked off that I was like, I can't believe how fucking short that was. It was like we just flew around for a little bit and crashed. Like, is that the ride? Like, that seems dumb. And then like that actually as... made sense because the part of one of our groups uh, that went together, they took forever to come out. And I was like, what's is something wrong that oh. they're not out yet? They must have just done really well. Because because you notice you like scored and stuff at the end. Like it's like a shared oh. arcade game yeah. almost unless yeah. of a Disney ride. But yeah um yeah so it was four of us and like two other dudes that weren't with us and they were like talking shit at the end about how like oh a pilot couldn't fly all this stuff and i was like yeah oh, i don't know yeah but i clearly your first time doing it so i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I felt bad that um yeah four of our six was our group that none of us knew really what we were doing yeah, yeah. and then the last two the two engineers were like seemingly like very hardcore disney people well, I think the whole time we're like grumbling themselves. Yeah, like, no, that was that was our exact pilots situation. suck ass. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's it's like I kind of feel like that should have like two modes on it, like the mode where it's like, hey, you can push the buttons if you want. They don't really do anything, but you get to we're just going to guide ride. you through the whole thing. Yeah, right. Or like, oh, cool. You guys like your six people all agree to like ship this into like game mode. OK, let's see how you yeah. do right on this, because like imagine how much it would fucking suck to like like if you did a fast pass you wait in line to see that for an hour and mm -hmm, some like mm -hmm. toddler gets shuffled into like the pilot seat because right. like oh let the kids sit in the front all this stuff right yeah. and he just crashes immediately so you yeah. um you know stood in line for effectively nothing you know yeah yeah we um it sucked too because we were pilots i was the the up and down pilot and um it, it doesn't do anything right like i understood the instructions like well put hold down to go up and down up to go down or whatever and so every time the the thing was like oh my god pull up you're gonna crash i would I'm like nothing would happen i don't know if it was just super slow to react yeah, but then it was like i got into this loop of like <clears throat> overcompensating because i'm like am i holding it down too long or what you know what am i doing and we just crashed so much it sucked yeah. well anyway. i don't know it's uh but rise of the resistance to me was by far and away the best ride that was done a really good ride in yeah. a long time like even, yeah. even star wars removed like it was really <laughs> really cool how they like um part of like the line experience gets you in that like little i don't even know what you call that the transport or whatever yeah uh where you like so the the story of the ride basically is like you're uh getting in this like rebel transport the transport gets captured Mm -hmm. And you're like on a star destroyer or yeah, some yeah. uh imperial ship. I don't know if it's a star destroyer exactly, but like yeah. What was fun with that is that the um the all the ride people are like part of the empire, so they're yeah. like being kind of like rude to you because they're yeah. like your prisoner <laughs> yeah. and stuff, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that was awesome. I mean, like what a difference it makes when the screens and stuff are actually like the high frame rate, like modern screens. Yeah. It's like yeah. really sells the experience a lot more than the other two, which are basically like, okay, yeah, we're watching a movie and the seats are going like this, moving around kind of thing, you know? Right. Um, so that was really cool. I don't know, but yeah, uh, that was a very multi-staged <clears throat> ride too, yes. which I thought like felt like I got done with that. And I was like, I felt like I was just in a movie scene. Like yeah. it felt very cool. You get shuffled here, you get go onto a one ship, you get captured, you get shuffled off, you get split into jail cells. You do, you know what I mean? And then, mm -hmm. And then you get on the, then the ride starts, right? Like it's a yeah. good 15 or 20 minutes before you even like go on the quote unquote ride. Yeah. Um, just so much fun. And, um, when we got done, I think it was, um, uh, Mitchell, I think was telling me he was like, oh yeah, that there was like four things broken. It was <laughs> like not even the whole ride. Like yeah, there's, when there's you, this part that I, happens here and this part that happens there. <clears throat> and they was, said it, it when our t our time came up our scheduled time to go ride it it was down so we had to like wait extra time and they were like yeah it goes down all the time because it's like a lot of complicated parts that okay. go along to the whole experience and i thought it was kind of interesting that there could be things that weren't working right but they could still do the ride and you i wouldn't have known if nobody told me i thought it was great but he was like yeah there was like two or three things that you would normally see but they weren't working i was like oh huh, okay well yeah, Let's that's um, the the Galaxy's Edge subreddit. That's a common complaint is how pissed off people are that like the Kylo Ren thing wasn't animating right now. Like, okay, well, 
I am sure that's a very minor part of what right. altogether <laughs> was a very cool yeah um thing overall so whatever yeah um I like the trend <laughs> of that and then the Mickey <clears throat> and Minnie ride which I really like that one too um being on these like free moving vehicles right it's not on a track I feel like back in the day you'd be like on a guided track yeah. through something um kind of like how ha the haunted house one is too mm -hmm. the haunted mansion or what is that what it's called haunted mansion um that right it's like you go on a track for a while um and it guides you through different rooms and stuff this one is like you're on these like robotically controlled like things that do a lot of really complicated choreographed moves with the other vehicles that are on the right at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. um i think that's like a really neat way to do rides as opposed to like one very strict linear track ridden thing because you could change things up you could add things you could change the whole ride if you wanted to something totally different um which is kind of cool so yeah but uh, my favorite ride of universal or i'm sorry uh hollywood studios is the tower of terror like that's that's one of my favorite tower that's always, yeah that really, was so really much cool. fun i uh, really always like the twilight zone um i think they psych you out really good with a few like mini drops and yeah yeah and then you think the ride's over and then it like keeps going like it's uh yeah i don't know that was that was a lot of fun I, and again i was glad we were able to get like they loaded all of us into one car like that was really yeah cool. yeah that's another one where they handled our giant group very well uh the merch used to be better back in the day like they have let the nightmare before christmas take that over for some weird reason oh Really? Where back oh, yeah, in the I guess day, I didn't notice that. Yeah. <clears throat> back in the day, it was like uh, when I was there, I don't know, as a teenager or whatever, last time I was there, like all the merch was like shit that you would uh, have in a hotel room. Like you mm -hmm. could buy like towels themed off of like the, yeah. the hotel and like all this really cool stuff that I thought oh, was that is cool. really, really neat. Like you could buy like yeah. room keys and things like that. Uh -huh. which probably nice. still have my room key around here somewhere in some box of junk that I've long since yeah. forgotten. It made me sad. The one in Disneyland in California is a Guardians of the Galaxy ride now. Yeah, and but that's uh, probably really cool too. I mean, like I'm sure they've spared probably, no but I feel like you can just make a second ride that's similar. But you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. The Tower of Terror feels like too classic to wipe out. I agree. Theme, theme <clears throat> after something else. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah, that's that was our trip. <clears throat> we got home. Long. We... And then uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom was unlocked. Oh, geez. Zelda. Have you been playing much of this at all? Yeah. Um, I am. I'm so into this game. It's unbelievable. It's weird because uh, I was worried. So I had been playing Breath of the Wild for a few weeks leading up to the release, just kind of re-familiarizing myself with it. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler. It didn't bother me too much. But somebody mentioned that there's a point in Tears of the Kingdom where it reads your save file from Breath of the Wild and something happens with that. And I haven't gotten to that point, so I don't know what that thing is. But it made me pretty bummed that I saved over my like 300 hour game save. It's uh, <laughs> I think you can just pull your your old horses out of the stable, right? Oh, is that what it is? I, I, I think I, that's I don't know. Yeah. And I did the same thing. That's kind of like, cute, I, actually. I had a, a enormous um breath of the wild saved and i was like you know what i'll do new game plus yeah and that played for like an hour and yeah wiped, yeah, yeah. Wiped my save which was annoying but yeah well if it's just that then that's not that big a deal <clears throat> but um but anyway yeah uh tears of the kingdom super good i was worried about um is it gonna feel like the same terrain and stuff right because it's still in hyrule and like i don't feel like it's the same at all and no. probably because the map was so big to begin with it's not like you'd remember like you can in general like big landmark things you might remember um a lot of those though are like changed somehow in this version and yeah. then the rest of it just feels like i'm still exploring a place i'm totally new place just like the first game was where it was like holy shit look at this this looks like a canyon of mushrooms or something i'm gonna go explore yeah, yeah, yeah. this or whatever um yeah still have that <clears throat> same feeling and then um the new powers i think are really cool like um it's just really interesting to see that you can you never really know like what the quote unquote right way is to like solve a problem right because oh, there's yeah, so yeah. many ways you can go about it and i feel like i 
there's a couple times where I was in a, a shrine or something and I did like the most dumb, complicated thing ever to like solve it. And then after the fact was like, oh, actually, I could have like attached this to that and done this and been done you know, what, in two what, seconds. What fucks me up more than anything else is always forgetting that I have that spell that allows me to go straight up. Yeah. And oh, like I, I have done the most like complicated like 3D platforming. Yeah. <laughs> jump up onto yeah. things. And then like yeah. later it was like, oh wait, I think I could have just like sailed right through that and not yeah. needed to do any of that stuff. Which yeah, I, I just did a shrine that I was having a trouble with because um it was basically like floating the different balls up somewhere high so you could put them in the thing to unlock a door or whatever. And so the only way to get up was a super huge ladder. And so every time I wanted to try something, it was like climb up the ladder and glide over to the high platform where you're trying mm -hmm. to get the balls to or whatever. And it was this complicated thing of trying that didn't work. Try again. <clears> that <throat> didn't work. And then it wasn't until I was almost done that I realized there was like a little nook cut out. Oh, yeah. For you to That's just gotten shoot me yourself so many through. times. And I was like, oh, my God, I could have saved like an hour of extra runaround time of climbing ladders. Yeah. Um, if I would have just looked or thought about it. The nice thing about this game, though, is that like uh, it's so popular that like it is impossible to get stuck on stuff because like right. literally anything that you type into Google, the very first result is like, oh, here's how you beat that. And so it's like, yeah. I don't know, I guess you call that cheating or whatever. But like I I, I like I, I'll give myself like I'll get stuck and I'll give myself like 10 minutes and then yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm yeah. just going to look it up. Fuck it, because I don't know. Yeah. It's really nice, like never hitting a point where. You don't know what to do because like it's so weirdly documented on like every website under the sun and that's true and uh, the, the game doesn't do a great job introducing some things to you because like mm -hmm. i got stuck on a shrine because i didn't realize um you could like there was like this pivoting thing and you're basically supposed to like, like attach like a board to it to make like a paddle and then a ball drops down and then you you swing the pivoting thing and you bat the ball into a big target, right? Like that's the gist of the thing. I didn't really, I, I sort of understood that. And the ball is like dumping out from somewhere high and like dropping and bouncing. And so my initial reaction was like, I think I need to like build some barriers to kind of guide the ball towards the ramp. But then I wouldn't have had enough juice to like launch it off the ramp or anything yeah. like that. And I was just like lost. And so near the beginning of where you start the shrine, is this weird post that you don't even really think about that is actually a switch for hitting it to trigger the pivoting oh, of yeah. the thing, right? And so I didn't, that's the part I missed, right? So I'm running around trying all this crazy stuff and I'm finally like, I'm going to look up an answer because I'm yeah, just, I'm so confused. Gives you yeah, I'm you so need. confused on what's happening. And yeah, the very first video I watch is like, oh, you got to hit this thing to like turn. And I was like, oh, like I had the gist of the, the yeah, solution yeah, yeah. already. I was building the paddle thinking that was something to do with it, but I didn't know how to trigger it. Um, and once I did, I beat it literally first try. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, that took two seconds, but it just pissed me off because I was like, the the game doesn't mention like, oh, strike this thing and, you know, it make the paddle well, move. So what I found is like, so I, what I've been doing is just like, I'm, I unlocked all the towers to complete the whole map mm -hmm. last night, right? So I've just been like yeah. very directly going yeah. to different spots and i found that i've completed some very hard shrines and then have done some that are closer to like where you start and then that shrine teaches, teaches you, you. Oh, that, like that, so there's yeah. probably a shrine that you missed very close to the center that's like all about yeah. the switches and yeah, like all I'm you doing, do I'm, is hit the switch to, to like yeah. get to the next part you know i'm doing what you're doing i'm gunning for all the towers because i want to know i want to see the map yeah but um yeah that makes a lot of sense that if you miss some of those earlier things you probably are getting missing some tutorial kind of stuff but yeah um anyway what i what i love about this game is um i'm not sure i've played a single player game maybe ever that feels um quite so like lived in and alive as far as this one does yeah. as far as like the game world is concerned because you're just like constantly running into npcs that like all seem to have stuff going on yeah like it's not like how um, I don't know, like Skyrim or something like that. Like there's a bunch of NPCs that are just like standing around, and when you mm -hmm. talk to them, they just have like two can lines. Yeah, and that's it. Like most of the people that you run into here, like have something going on, have something for you to do, like that kind of stuff. It's just I don't know. It's really, really well done. 
or they're like traveling, right? Like you mm-hmm. ran into somebody that's go- walking down a, wo- a worn known trail instead of like Skyrim where it's like, so you just stand in this field all day yeah. hoping someone might walk by you and talk yeah. to you about stuff or whatever. It feels like the the interactions with those NPCs feel pretty natural. Whereas mm-hmm. like, oh, we ran into each other on our journeys. We're both going somewhere different or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. and now I got a new quest from this guy or whatever. Yeah, like um, over, like it's very much the vibe that like other characters you run into all have something going on. Yeah, yeah, I love which that. I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, and it kind of and and the the state of the world that it exists. Um, I kind of like that. It's just sort of this kind of like we're investigating what's happening and we don't really know and, mm-hmm. but it's not like this like big bad awful event that's like fucking everything up and it's up to you to like save yeah. everything like the um the events that lead to like the the world changing in like these sky platforms it seems like everyone just kind of dealt with you know and it's like right like all right we well, don't know what's yeah, going on but we're we're yeah, working we're, our way through it <laughs> yeah we're just getting through it and no big deal yeah. as opposed to like i feel like so many of these games um like to me that that is such a believable premise as opposed to like the Kind of like typical JRPG setting where it's like, oh, hello, orphan child from the woods. You must go yeah. kill God. Yeah. Hell kind of event thing, just you know? happened and the world is destroyed, but you'll go undo it all or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and, and I think that that plays really well into like how they sort of like weave the building into the game because there's building materials everywhere. But the reason is, is because like, oh, we're just fixing stuff from. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, we're, we're rebuilding <laughs> stuff ever since the upheaval happened and we've got all these building materials as we're using them. But, you know. Yeah, I it, it's it's funny, too, because I noticed that where it was like they're all like laid out like a like a marketplace almost or something, you know, or, or like a building site where you'd have like mm-hmm. there's our stacks of plywood over there and there's our stacks of two by fours or whatever. Um, you'll come across like towns where the, all that stuff's there. And yeah, it, it does make it feel way more believable instead of just like there's random debris everywhere that you can use for no reason right, at all. Right, right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, love I really that. like the, of the little persistent mini games that you come across. I really like the helping the guy hold the sign up. Helping the guy. I don't think I've done that. You haven't done like, so it's I've been surprised like a bunch of I've also I've been to, ignoring anybody that seems like they have a side quest because I'm trying to not get cluttered no but... so I've talked to a lot of friends that didn't even realize it was a thing so like you'll you'll uh-huh. as you're running around you'll see this guy that's holding up a wooden sign mm-hmm. but it's like it'll be like shaped like an L or something they're all like shaped different and like what you have mm-hmm. to do is you go up to him and he's he's trying to get someone to like stabilize the sign so he can like uh stake it in the ground or whatever so yeah. you got to like use nearby shit to like prop and like build a little <laughs> contraption to like prop the sign uh-huh. up uh-huh. so he can let go and like nail it in and stuff. <laughs> so you'll you'll that. notice you'll notice you, you definitely have you just haven't probably just I haven't stopped for it. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. But uh, um, it's that's that's like one of my favorite parts of the game. It's It's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot too. this was a thing in the first game, too, but I forgot about it. And so when I saw it, it, it delighted me. But I've been playing this a lot with my four-year-old and he's a little, probably a little young for it, but he gets scared from some of the bigger monsters and he gets really scared with the blood moon and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But, um, so now, so when we're running around and we come across like a, um, a little base of bad guys, he'll be like, like go around them. Like, yeah, don't let them see you. Like, I don't want to get in a fight with them or whatever. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And so we'll, we'll, we've mostly been trying to avoid combat as much as possible. Um, and so uh, at one point we're trying to sneak around and I was like, I think we're trying to make our way to a tower or something. But I was like, dude, buddy, I think we're going to have to fight these guys because there's no other way to get to the tower. We got to go through this camp of baddies and um, rise. He's as I'm sort of like thinking about like how to how to tackle these bad guys or whatever. Um, a bunch of slimes pop out of the ground and start fighting the bad guys. Oh, yeah. And uh, basically wipe out all the bad dudes. They basically all wipe each other out, except for like one guy who has like a quarter health left. And so I run up and finish that guy off. And I was like, sweet. Like that went really well. And I didn't have to do anything. Um, I forgot that the different factions would like fight with each other and stuff. And I was like, that's just another little touch where you're like, yeah, of course, like, they're not like all buddies. It's not all bad and all good. It's just like 
these different monsters that don't yeah. really get along with other monsters. It's cool. Yeah, I really just cannot believe that they have this game running on the Switch. Like it's <laughs> for real. Borderline. So you're playing on the TV, right? I'm, I'm playing document too. So here's a pro tip: if you have turned off motion smoothing on your TV, turn it back on for this, because like mine, the motion hmm. smoothing on my TV makes it look like it's running at six, running at sixty frames a second. Oh, really? It's like a big difference in overall smoothness. Huh. I was really surprised. I'll try that because I hate motion smoothing. But, um... <clears throat> so do I. I normally hate motion smoothing, but I was like, I started playing. I was like, oh, this is totally acceptable, but I wish it was better. And then like I saw a tip like, oh, try motion smoothing on your TV. And then sure enough, really? like, hey, that was okay. a big difference. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, pre- I'm playing. It's probably 50-50 at this point. Of, I've played on TV and played in handheld. And um, it's funny how opposite that is from the first Zelda where yeah. it was like 90 9.999%. No, I've been 100% um, playing on the TV with Pro Controller. Yeah. And I, uh, I, it's almost hard to play in handheld now because I'm like, man, the screen is small and man, it doesn't look as good as my TV yeah, and, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. But I'm glad the option is there for when times when, you know, Pam wants to watch TV and I can play Zelda at the same time. It's, it's nice. But, um, yeah. yeah, speaking of, so I had, it's a quick show and tell for video people. I had this eight bit do eight bit do controller. Yeah. Um, and I've been pretty work? happy with it. I I think I bought it originally to do Xbox cloud streaming stuff or something because this worked with like a PC and iOS and everything, and um and it also worked with Switch. And so when I started playing on TV, when I started playing Breath of the Wild, um, I was like, oh, well, I need to use that controller instead of like the joy cons attached to the little joy con holder thing so i've been using this and it's been fine i like it well enough um but it started to get stick drift and oh really? the funny thing is i have a launch switch and i have a switch oled neither of which have had stick drift on all the years i've owned them um this guy got stick drift and i started noticing it a lot and it started being really annoying that's and surprising so in the market for a new controller um, and I saw a lot of people talk about this one. So I got this eight eight bit do another eight bit do. This is their it's called the ultimate wireless controller you, you or something you like go that. Buy a fucking, why you, why aren't you just buying the Nintendo Pro controller? Because this one has a charging dock, which is uh here, I'll just I don't want to unplug it. I don't remember the last time I charged my pro controller, so I it comes with this cool dock. So I have somewhere to put it. Um All right. and I can use it with other things. So that's why I bought this. But anyway, also pro controllers were like uh, several weeks out on Amazon. Oh, um, but anyway, uh, I like it. I big recommend it has hall sensor sticks. So you'll never get stick drift, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I think everything's going to switch over to those hall sensors. Yeah, stick drift sucks. Anyway, uh, yeah. What else did you want to talk about? I don't know. That's about it. I mean, Zelda has like, been occupying literally every second of my spare time. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see that letting up anytime soon because I feel like I complete one like major task in this game. I'm like, okay, what next? And then I yeah. just fall down some other rabbit hole that, yeah, you know, well, yep. that's all I got. It kind of sucks because I have a lot of games that I want to be playing on Steam Deck and otherwise that I'm like, I oh, well. just, everything stops so I can play Zelda for the next I figure, six months I, or whatever. I figure I haven't touched my Switch in like two years, so it was due for me to like... Get Same. Really, really it it definitely game. sucked me back into the Switch pretty hard, um, which is cool. I'm going to try... I Now that I got the, the four-year-old interested in Zelda, I was like, oh man, I have like all the Mario games. I have Kirby. We played a little Mario Kart. He was into that. He's just not good yeah. at playing himself yet. Do but... you have the new, the new, new Mario? Uh, Mario Odyssey? Or whatever yeah. for the Switch? So yeah. that's got like a, a kid mode that is pretty much impossible for them to die. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll have to look into that because he would he would enjoy that, I think. Um, yeah, like I think the game like almost plays itself. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. He's not he's, he's he's bad with the controls of stuff. But and Mario Kart is similar. You can you can tune it to the point where it's like one person is basically doing nothing in the game. That's cool. Playing. Yeah, I should look into that more um feels like the right time to get your kid into video games yeah when they're four for real yeah uh i don't think i had anything else to talk about 
Well, should we crash this uh, Zonai technology created <laughs> uh, bus into a tree in Hyrule? You didn't make any like lewd giant robots out of stuff in no, Zelda. The stuff, the stuff I built is really basic. Like I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure, we'll get there. I just look forward to what other people do. I don't. I won't. Oh, I'm not clever might, enough to do cool stuff. My TikTok feed is all people building really, really, really crazy shit. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, that is our show for this week. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, if you could. If you could help us out by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dutch Arcade, uh, we could really use your help. That Patreon just keeps bleeding money. I don't know what we're going to do. That'll be a whole episode to talk about something like that. Uh, you could also do your Amazon shopping if you're going to buy a new uh, Switch Pro controller or something. Uh, toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. And, uh, oh, we had an email. I think I might save it for next week. We got a reader email. Um, so if you want to send us more, we'll read those next week. Uh, podcast at tetracade.com. You can talk about anything and we'll read it on the air as long as it's and not you, too vulgar. You could just read it now so we don't forget. And... It's long. It's long. Oh, okay. so, anyway, I'm going to save it. I'll say it gives us something to look forward to, right? Yeah. Um, so with all that, thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back with another episode of the Tetracade show next time. See ya. <laughs>